Let's do it with the game of the week. We'll bring the Rams back off a of bye. They're going to host the Cowboys right here in L.A. at the Coliseum. So let's talk about those Cowboys. Since Dak Prescott entered the league in 2016, no quarterback has more rushing touchdowns than the Cowboys' third-year man. Dak's 19th career rushing score, putting a Seahawks comeback out of reach last week in Dallas's wild-card win. Jared Goff on the other side, not as likely to tuck and run like Dak, but more than happy to hand it off to the NFL's second-leading rusher, Todd Gurley. And when he doesn't, Goff has thrown the most passing touchdowns of any quarterback at home this year in an offense cultivated by one of the game's brightest minds and head coach Sean McVay. He's just a fantastic coach. And uh, they have a lot of weapons there. Uh, he knows how to use them well. They're balanced. They continue to attack. Uh, they challenge you a lot of different ways. And uh, he's just done a great job creating a really good environment for their players to succeed. Uh, they play well week in and week out. Uh, they haven't won 13 games by accident. They've done a great job. Okay, guys, so we just heard Jason Garrett talk about the wealth of playmakers that Sean McVay and this Rams offense has. They got two 1,200-yard receivers in Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. They got a 1,200-yard rusher in Ezekiel Elliott. So, Coach, with an offense full of standout players, what really stands out the most? Yeah, we rightfully so get very excited about what comes out of the wild card weekend. Sure. Teams playing well and looking good, but we forget why the number one and two seeds aren't playing because they're pretty darn yeah, good. Like and that. what I look at is, that, sure, they've got the personnel, but they're so well-schemed, and they use everybody. Let's look at what we're talking about. It's going to start with Todd Gurley, right? He's maybe the best inside zone runner in the game. Shoots for the inside hip of the tackle, and here's what, what, what happens. The minute it declares itself, how many times we talk about you get one cut. Well, he gets one cut when he sees the alley and he's physical down the field getting a big game. So, okay, we know we have to stop Todd Gurley. So, what are we going to do? Now, after this, what about the play action pass? Because obviously, Jared Goff's excellent. Same action, blocking here, bringing the tight end. This has got run written all the way. But the linebackers go, oh, no, okay, I see your play action fake. I got to get out of here because you're going to run a play action fake. Uh uh. Yeah, we did. We're going to come back and run the screen. It's like a second ace up your sleeve. Now you got these linebackers really wondering, what do we do? Now look at what the linebackers do now. They're sitting here and they don't know whether to fish or cut bait because it's okay. Do I take the run? Do I watch that screen? So I'm going to watch for both. There's a run fake. No, where's the screen? What's going on? Oh, by the way, they're going to put Robert Woods right in mm. behind this. How open can you so get down the field? And oh, by the way, it doesn't have to always be play action fake. Jared Goff, he's got the with obviously with uh, Cooks here. Look what happens to Harrison Smith. He gets peeking at this over route that the Rams love to run, all right, to the point where this corner gets laid out uh, with no help on the inside lays a perfect dime down the field. So you've got great personnel that just, just talked about with a great scheme and a team that's rested. This Ram team's going to be pretty good. Yeah, good news. Gurley back practicing this week after not playing since week 15. Now, Sean, for the Cowboys, this defense shut down the Seahawks' mm. top-ranked run game a week ago. Now, yeah, Leighton Van Der Esch, Jalen Smith, a big part of that, but they certainly benefit from some disruption up front, right? Yeah, the Cowboys got after it up front. They were mayhem on, on the game field, and they were in the backfield pretty much the, the entire time. The penetration was the key, and that's going to be the key to stopping Todd Gurley, as you just showed. The offense is built around the run game. So let's take a look at last week, as you mentioned, Brett. Look at the penetration right here. Slanting defense linemen are the hardest guys to block. All right, look at the movement right here, what it does. The offense linemen can't handle them, and now they're in their backfield, right? That's their jurisdiction right now. They're taking over your backfield. They could have taken the handoff on that one. It showed up time and time again. They forced six three and outs against Seattle last week, the number one ranked rushing offense. All right, how about this one? They're not even set up, not even lined up. Randy Gregory, he's already in the backfield. Pure penetration. Rob Marinelli teaches his D lineman 
to, to play the run on the way to the quarterback. This is what they do. Penetration on the front side right here. Look at all this color that the running back sees. It forces him back to the back side. And watch Demarcus Lawrence throw this guard out of the club for wearing flip-flops. Coach, no shoes, no shirt, no service. When you look at this Cowboys defense, they create mayhem everywhere because of that penetration. They're fun to watch, but they're a nightmare as an offensive lineman. Now, I can't wait to see the battle because the, the offensive linemen for the Rams have been so good this entire year. Rob Havenstein, the right tackle, the right guard, Austin Blythe, they've been two of the best run-blocking guards and tackles in the NFL this year. So it's going to be a big challenge to see if they can stop these monsters of mayhem. Five tackles for loss from the Cowboys against the Seahawks in the win. Got to avoid the negative plays if you are the Rams. Now, we talked about Dak in the run game at the top of the show. He also has the benefit of handing it off to the league's leading rusher, Ezekiel Elliott, who had over five yards per carry against the Seahawks. He's not sneaking up on anybody, Sean. So how do they continuously find room in the run game? Yeah, one of the reasons why they, they have the lead, NFL's leading rusher is because their offense is so versatile. Their offensive linemen can do it all. They can run power. They can run zone. They can run misdirection. Let me show you what I'm talking about. The first play that I'm going to show you is power football. All right? Go. They go motion right here, Rhett and Coach. All right? This is to bring this sixth defender out of the, or seventh defender out of the box so they can run against a six-man box. All right, here's this power football that I'm talking about. Double team. Double team, all right? Two double teams at the point of attack. And what you're trying to do is create movement. Move those D linemen into the laps of the linebackers. And watch the patience right here by Zeke Elliott. This is why they work so well together, all right? Look at the two of them. And right here, Zeke, all he's doing is he's playing mirror dodge right now. Little game of peekaboo with Bobby Wagner trying to get him to commit before he commits to this A-gap right here. And watch him burst through the hole, all right? That's a, that's a great job of, of running through contact. Now, here's the zone play, all right? If you want to run zone, against a stout defense like the Eagles, you got to move the front side and backside defensive tackle. Look at the movement that the Cowboys get on this play. All right, Fletcher Cox, he started all the way wow. over here, right, Coach? <laughs> Outside the left hash, and they moved him all the way over here. That's a $4 look, cab ride. Look at that run. Look at that running lane. Or Uber, or Lyft, whatever you, whatever, whatever app you have on your phone, Coach. But Zeke Elliott up on the safety, he can look, he can run through you. Some, we've seen him jump over, guys, yeah. so that's a mismatch. All right, power, zone. How about misdirection? You got a seven-man box, right, Coach? How do we block them if we only have six blockers? Well, we're going to leave this guy alone. We're going to run what we call a little scissors play. All right, Zeke Elliott's going to fake this way, go here. We're going to pull both our guards and get them out in space. Watch this. They don't block that backside defender, but look at this running lane right here. All right, great blocks up front right here. Boom, boom. We got Zeke. We're springing him up the sideline, and watch him finish this run. All right, he runs through this safety right here, coming over to pop him. This offensive line is very versatile. The offensive line, they're fun to watch. And Zeke, nobody has more yards after contact than Zeke Elliott this season. So I'm looking forward to watching them. I think the key is, can that defense keep this game close so the Cowboys can continue to run the football? Good run game, good run defense. Are you taking the Cowboys? I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> Dak Prescott has struggled on the road. He's only thrown four touchdowns Fine. if you take away the Giants Trust game. Trust you, I'm, I'm going with, just because you're a Telestration, I'm going with the Cowboys. Okay. I'm looking for the Cowboys to have the same game that they had against the New Orleans Saints. Low scoring. Maintain possession of the ball, get some turnovers. I think the Cowboys are going to pull the upset. Yeah, there was a lot of dancing early and often for the Saints in this one. In fact, for the Eagles, it was the largest margin of defeat any defending Super Bowl champion. In addition Ouch. to the uh, over 300-yard disparity in total yards, 
Saints were all over the Eagles in this one from the jump. So, Coach, the Eagles actually don't blitz often, right? They blitz on about 20% of dropbacks, which is among the lowest in the league. Does that have to change this week to make Breeze a bit more uncomfortable? Yeah, likely, because Jim Schwartz needs to look at that last film and say, simple, guys, whatever we did last time, we're not going to do that again because it didn't work. And they, as uncomfortable as it is, you got to make Drew Brees uncomfortable. And they can do this. Here you can see they belt some in the box. They bring Malcolm Jenkins up, and they jump into the outside. Now, the back is left one-on-one. -on -one. Why? Because the center's line call took them to the inside, and they end up with four over three. Well, now the back's got to go one way or the other. Drew Brees, you're not going to trick him. He knows he's a man short here. He's going to get the ball out of the hand, but now he's not ready to get the completion because the receiver's not ready. And they got to do this. Now, a little change up here. Now they're going to walk the DB down, and they're going to go to the inside. Well, you're not going to trick me. The offensive line went to the blitz side. We've got these five on five. Well, you know what we're going to do? You're a man short because we're now going to scrape the linebacker over the top. He's a free runner on the inside, and you've got no place to go. Now, on this last one, it's the double-A pressure, Sean. We yep. show this every week. The center's got to declare. Well, he's declared and goes to the right. Well, that guy drops him. So the back has to cover for the center. They end up with two-on-one. Well, that's all well and good, except now Malvin, uh, Malcolm Jenkins is coming off that edge again. So they, as uncomfortable as they're going to be doing with Drew Brees, because he can light you up if he sees those one-on-one -on -one matchup, yeah. you got to do something different. I don't know that they can do enough different. We're going to see, but they clearly have to do more of that rather than think they're just going to sit back and be passive. And same things for the Saints. Look, they ran the Eagles out of the building because not of a lot of quantity blitzes, but a lot of quality blitzes. Take a look at what they did. 425 double double A gap mugger, just like you showed, Coach. This time, look at the Saints. So they're going to drop their defensive ends, bring the two inside blitzers. The back has to pick one of them up. Well, it looks like everybody knows what to do, but watch this. Jason Kelsey right here, the, the center. All right, he actually hurts his elbow on this play right here. It's not a sack. It's an incomplete pass. But Kelsey's out of the game. He didn't play the rest of that game. Now Steven Wisniewski comes in. This is the same blitz just from depth. All right, instead of being up there standing in the A-gap showing you who's coming, now they bring it from depth, and look at this. They get home. All right, Wisniewski's on the ground. The back's getting blown up. This ended up in a sack. They had three sacks, five quarterback hits in this game. So the Saints, they didn't have a lot of blitzes either, but they certainly got home, and it definitely affected Carson Wentz. Good news for the Eagles. Nick Foles has the highest passer rating and the highest completion percentage against the Blitz this season. Now for Drew Brees. Best game of the season in Week 11, Sean, against the Eagles here. In your perfect passer rating, what do you expect from him this go-round? I expect more of the same. I mean, he shredded this defense. And I think when you look at Drew Brees, he's so good outside the numbers. Let me show you a couple throws. All right, they told Malcolm Jenkins, guess what? You're going to shadow Alvin Kamara. Mm. Right, where he goes, you go. Well, Drew Brees, you saw him talking on that audio bit, matchups. I like the matchups. Well, he liked this matchup. You got a safety all the way in the middle of the field over there, no help over the top. I'll take Alvin Kamara all day long, one-on-one. -on -one. Malcolm Jenkins, it wasn't personal. You just happened to be the wrong guy in coverage on that play. All right, but it wasn't just Kamara. How about Michael Thomas? Drew Brees against the sideline. How are you going to take that throw away? The Saints see this single high coverage right here. Drew Brees sees it. And the Eagles, look, they tried to cheat him over, Coach. All right, he's not in the middle of the field. Now he's cheated over. Drew Brees still finds a way to fit this ball in here. I tell you what, he's the best quarterback in the NFL at making these type of throws right here. And when you see that window, you see defensively, you come back and you say, Man, what, what more could we do? I mean, I think the safety is going to have to find – maybe he starts on the sideline if you want to take that throw away. Uh, just about every play that Sean Payton dialed up uh, worked. You got a pick uh, for us here? I'm going to take the Saints. Yeah. I like the home, I like the home team, uh, and I think their defense gets home. Okay. So, if nearly everything was perfect 
last time they met. How about a perfect play for the yeah. Saints this and go This is easy. I can, you, any play that Drew Brees runs is a perfect play. But I'm going to show you one. It's a basic play. Everybody has it, but Drew Brees does it to perfection. This is bunch right, jet right, 824 Y flat. Now, what you're going to do, you start with the eight route. You're looking for the big vertical down the field. Right down, right down to the middle of the field, okay? Now, the two that I'm talking about is the receiver. They're going to bunch from this bunch, scrape in here and let him run underneath. This guy is going to go up into the middle level, and then now you're going to sneak him out into the flat to drop off. It's not there. So what do you end up doing? It's a real simple read. It's a three-level throw. Down to the middle to see what the safety did. If he goes deep, you come into that second level with that crosser, or you go down here, and if obviously it overflows here. By the way, you can get this dropped over in here. This is going to be a big challenge for the Philadelphia Eagles. They lead the league in red zone defense. If they can make New Orleans settle for field goals instead of touchdowns, they have a chance. I don't think it's going to happen at home for the Saints. I go with them for the win. Patrick Mahomes also leading the sixth highest scoring offense in NFL history, which also went as the top in the NFL this year. And for more on what the Chiefs need from Patrick Mahomes and their offense this week against the Colts, we go inside the film room with Sean and Coach. Colts taking on the Chiefs. This is going to be a loud one, Coach. Arrowhead's going to be rocking the home of the Chiefs as we know it. But two good quarterbacks. Good. You going head-to-head. Head. Two great quarterbacks. Two great quarterbacks. Different styles, though. Yeah. A little bit little bit different style. When you take a look at some of the numbers uh, of these quarterbacks outside the pocket, they look dramatically different, don't they, Coach? Yeah. And, and the, you look at these numbers and you'd say, well, you know, this makes Andrew Luck look like a schlep. Well, no. It's just that Patrick Mahomes has been so off the charts this year. And when you break down his play, this guy checks all the boxes and what it takes to be a great quarterback. 14 passing touchdowns, most in the league outside the pocket. Now, what you want to talk about outside the pocket. Obviously, play action fake, big part of what they do. They're going to run this boot or waggle out to left. You know how hard it is for a quarterback to throw, a right-handed quarterback, to go to his left and throw and then put a bullet on mm. this on an out like that? That's, that's unique. Now, he also has the vision. For a young man, he manipulates a defense as well as anybody. Look at him stare the safety down. Now, he knows exactly where he's going. He's going to go to Hill as he blows by the safety, but he holds the safety on the backside. There's nobody on that defense that can run with Tyreek Hill, and they end up with a touchdown. Now, this is what I love, is this fundamentals. For a young quarterback to have these kind of fundamentals, the tackle gets beat. This is ugly right here, right? But look at, see how he dips the shoulder? Yeah. He doesn't have to move a lot. He Protects just suddenly the dipped his shoulders, turned his, his throwing platform for, again, a first down. That was third and 19. And to manipulate the defense, to have the arm strength, this guy has as good a fundamentals, as much talent at the quarterback position of any young quarterback I've maybe seen in a long time. It's remarkable the styles, how different they are. Uh, for Mahomes, you know, a much flashier, a lot sexier throws. For Andrew Luck, he's like a scoop of vanilla ice cream. He's about as plain as simple as you can get. But let's take a look at some of the throws that he's made because while he's not as good on the run, he's pretty good on the move in the pocket. How about this throw right here? All right, he sees it's, it's Tampa 2 right here. He's reading the safety who's going to take the sideline route. And now he knows I've got T.Y. Hilton on a middle linebacker trying to backpedal. You see him slide in the pocket there, Coach? So not necessarily on the run, but still a little bit of movement and a great throw. Now, Andrew Luck hasn't had to move around a lot because his offensive line has been so good this year. The pocket has been there for him. He's had a lot of protection. But how about this throw right here? And I tell you, Mahomes and him, they get the job done. But the throws look so different. Andrew Luck looks like his throwing motion is so easy, and the ball just takes off out of there. Here's another little subtle move right here. All right, Luck feels the little inside rush by the defensive end. 
Just a little subtle slide to the left, but look at this throw in the corner of the end zone right there. It's hard to believe when you watch Andrew Luck and some of the throws he's making, it's hard to believe, Coach, that we didn't even know if he could throw a football 10 yards when training camp started. I think we've got two great quarterbacks with two totally different styles. Who do you see winning this game? You know what, and as much as I love Patrick Mahomes and what they're doing offensively, I think when it comes down to the defenses, there are serious questions about the Kansas City defense. I think the Indianapolis Colts being a better defense. If this is a track meet, I like the Indianapolis Colts defense holding up that one extra possession maybe in the red zone. I'm going to go with the Colts winning in Kansas City. I think the Colts do have the better defense. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one because I know this about playoff football. It's not always the way you draw it up. Yeah. At some point, you've got to ad lib. Nobody's doing a better job on the run than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that Chargers defense stepped up in a big way against the Ravens. Seven sacks, more than doubling their sacks per game average during the regular season. But now they're going to deal with Gronk. Or do they? Gronk's second most receiving yards in the playoffs among active players, but he's had the fewest receiving yards of any year since his rookie season. So what's going on? Yeah, Red, the Chargers had a great game plan for Lamar. Let's see how they handle Gronk and what they do. I go back to week 16. One of the biggest plays in that game helped Baltimore win this game was a throw to the tight end. All right, they didn't have an answer for Mark Andrews running right down the middle of their defense. Great throw. You can't defend it. They don't make the tackle. I can see Gronk doing a little bit of this because he did it earlier this year. All right, so the question really is what's the matchup going to be? Are you going to put a safety or a corner one-on-one -on -one against Gorkowski? Go back to earlier this year. How did it work out for him, coach, when they did that? You try to jam Gronk right here in one-on-one. Brady sees the single high safety. This is an easy matchup throw right here for Brady. All right. What are we going to do? We're not going to let him get off the line of scrimmage. We're going to put a safety right in there. We're going to jam him. We're going to get our hands on Big Gronk. Well, guess what? The Patriots and Josh McDaniels do a great job of coming up with plays just for that. Right? They don't. They know what you're going to do. They're playing chess. Oh, and guess what? When you give the ball to Sasquatch, all right, when he's been eating some beef jerky, this is what happens. They'll make it So, play. I think they, even if you have a guy allocated for Gronk, it's going to be a tough guy to, to bring down. And, Nobody has more touchdowns in the postseason than Gronk. I know he's only got three this season, but I'm taking the Patriots because I think Gronk goes Gronk off. Gronk comes back. Okay. I like it. Uh, coach for the Chargers on offense, while they have been averaging nearly 27 points per game, they've been held to under 300 total yards the last three weeks. What's their plan look like this Well, because two of those weeks were against the Baltimore Ravens. So yeah. I think we forget just how good this Los Angeles Charger offense can be. And it begins just like we talked earlier in the day uh, about the Los Angeles Rams. It begins with the running game. And obviously when you're talking about Gordon, I want you to watch. Look, at good job up front. They get a hat on a hat. They get him to the outside. Now I want you to watch, A, the acceleration as he comes around the edge. And then, B, after first contact, he gets five, six, seven, eight more yards. That's tough to stop. Now, Phillip Rivers, look, what are you going to show Phillip Rivers he hasn't seen? He sees something here. I think it's quads coverage that he knows he's going to get Allen over the top. He freezes the safety. He sees that the safety is looking to the inside at the tight end. And look at him launch this ball down the field for a big play to Keenan Allen. And, and they are capable of making these kind of plays against the New England Patriot defense. Now, this is vintage Phillip Rivers. Now, again, he's got uh, Allen on the point. Now, Rivers knows he's going to get hit. He knows the protection scheme. This guy's screaming from the backside. I want you to watch the dime he puts on Keenan Allen here, knowing he's going to get lit up. Look where he puts this ball. He takes the whipping, but he gets the ball out, and look where he puts it, Red. Hands high, right in the hands, yards after the catch. We have not seen a little lot of that out of uh, 
Phillip Rivers the last couple weeks. I think we'll see it with this matchup with the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Chargers because I think the defense matches up very well with Gronkowski with those good safeties. I'm going to go. I know it's fool's goals going against Brady and Belichick <laughs> and Foxborough. I'm going to go with the Chargers. And Hunter Henry could make a season debut.